This is Wanda Ellett. The following is a podcast of Your Career is Calling. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast and to listen live to Your Career is Calling Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. on Ryder University's 1077 The Bronx, online at 1077thebronc.com, or via our free Android and iPhone apps. Search and download WRRC1. That's W like Wanda, R like RR like Robert, C like Charlie, the number one. I hope you enjoy this week's edition of Your Career is Calling. Get ready to own your career. 1077 The Bronx presents the all-new Your Career is Calling with Wanda Ellett of G45 Consulting. Every Sunday morning, Wanda is taking you on an unforgettable journey to help you navigate the ever-changing world of job-seeking and career transition. If you have a question for Wanda about your career, phone lines are open. Give her at 877-900-1077. That's 877-900-1077. The all-new Your Career is Calling is underwritten by Ryder University's Office of Career Services, here to help accelerate your career. Harwell Express Press, your corporate communications printer, and G45 Consulting, committed to both your immediate and long-term career success. Now, here's Wanda Ellett with today's edition of Your Career is Calling. Good morning. You're listening to Your Career is Calling. This is Wanda Ellett, live in the studio at Killarney's Public House Studios at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. Your Career is Calling is the first radio show of its kind, helping both students and seasoned professionals to manage their careers as a business. The CEO of Me, Inc. I'm here for the next hour and very eager to take your calls at 877-900-1077. Again, that's 877-900-1077. Behind the glass today, producing our show is Ryder University's intern, Sarah Danicky. Yay, Sarah. <laughs> uh, today, I'm very honored to have with me, she's joining me uh, on, the t- on the line, on the telephone. Uh, I have uh, Iman Siddiqui, and she is a management consulting in digital e-commerce with a global consulting firm. Uh, she graduated with an MBA from the Institute of Business Administration in Pakistan, and uh, she attended uh, London University for both high school and um, what she considered ONA, the high school and bachelor's program uh, in London, and then uh, moved to Pakistan to continue her education. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about her experience working internationally while living here in the U.S. Welcome, Iman. Hi, good morning. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm very excited to have you on the show. And, um, you know, as we started talking a little bit before the show, uh, if you could uh, tell everyone a little bit more about yourself. Yeah, sure. So hello, everyone. Um, I am very honored to be on the show also. It's very exciting for me as well. Um, So basically, I was born and raised in Pakistan. I grew up there. And then about 16 years ago, we moved to the U.S. So prior to coming to the U.S., yes, I did my MBA from Pakistan, from the Institute of Business Administration. It's actually one of the best... uh, business schools and um, it's, it's, you know, accepted internationally and it's rated quite high on the school scale as well. Um, the other thing is, yes, as Wanda mentioned, my uh, primary education was done in the British school system, which is O-levels and A-levels, and that's, we've still got the British influence in Pakistan. So wait, that on, was like, in Pakistan, Pakistan? The, wait, where, the, where they had the, the, insti- the London University? 
Yeah, so it's it's done through the British Council, and you can go back and forth. So we still very much in Pakistan have the British influence because, you know, if we go back in history, they, the education is still based on what they started off. So, yes, I did do it in Pakistan, but then it's uh, my degrees are really from the London University, and you can do it through correspondence with a couple of trips back and forth. Oh, wow. So you started that, that's like through the high school program and, and the uh, bachelor's? Yeah, so O-levels and A-levels is really like high school, but two more years. So it's kind of like not bachelor's, and it's a little more than high school. That's their system. Um, and then after that, I went to a college also in Pakistan for my bachelor's. So basically, okay. after I was done with my bachelor's, I had two more years of education than somebody doing their bachelor's here would have. You know, it's a little different. Oh, so it's kind of like the associates, because here you have high school, and then a two-year program is is the associates, and then the four years is the bachelor's. Right, so it okay. is like that. Okay. And then when, and then I did my MBA. So my bachelor's, and I want to take a minute talking about that also, was through the college in Pakistan. It's a it's an historical institution, and um, it's just for women. So that was a new experience for me, but it was a great experience, like women bonding and, you know, just being in an environment with all women, but really progressive, open-minded women was great. We had so much fun and all of that. Um, we also have... Uh, Is that where you met Zara and, you know, and everybody else? Yes, that's right. So we have a Canadian College Association in the U.S., and we we the, one of the main goals of that is to get together and have like a social camaraderie, but also to collect funds and send them back to girls who want to go in that college and can do so because they're smart enough and, and have the merit to do so, but mm-hmm. can't afford. So we try and collect funds and send them back to girls who can deserve to and, you know, are not just cannot afford it because it is kind of expensive. So we try and collect funds for that as well as have a lot of fun. And um, incidentally, I'm also the Canadian College Association president for the North American chapter. So it's it's been fun. And I met Zara there who connected me to you. So that yeah. was awesome. And, and I have to tell you, I was very impressed uh, by the education and, and by the careers of everyone that I had met. And, um, you know, it was just I really enjoyed the day. And, and it was just such a simple, you know, a simple day. But it was just so impactful. And, and it was just so I, I just really, really enjoyed myself. Oh, thank you. That's really sweet of you. We should invite you to our Canadian College events. And then you can kind of see the a little bit of the wild side of the as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just very exciting. And it was interesting because a lot of it was very professional as far and it was nice too, because they were bringing everybody from the families, you know, a lot of the kids and, and it was just a great opportunity. And even in talking to Zara a little bit more about it, it was a great networking opportunity, like even for the kids. And she was saying that um, one of the things that she was impressed by and was trying to impact on the kids was um, that your mo- your mothers are powerful women, although you may just see them as mommy and, and you may see them just as, you know, you know, mommy and daddy are together and you're mommy. You were also you know, impactful women and, and successful in your careers and um, very intelligent and highly respected. And it was just, you know, that I felt came across. And even the kids were kind of like, even though it's just playing together, but they were networking and learning about each other. And, and it was just very, just a nice day. It really was. It really was. I mean, hats off to the host and hostess and Zara for coordinating all of that. And and, and of course, for, you know, you and others for showing up, because that's really what makes a nice day and the communication and the getting together of people. 
Yeah, and then, and to be honest, that's you know, we, well, you know, here on the show, I talk often about um, networking and building relationships, and networking isn't just necessarily, you know, just, you know what can you do for me kind of thing and it's not just on a professional level it's building the relationships from the you know from the bottom up and just really just having a relationship with somebody and sharing breaking bread which is you know it was just to me that's what it was all about and 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 that event really epitomized everything yep i agree definitely it was very exciting and i I appreciate being you know uh, i was honored to to participate in that um, so if we could, uh, you mentioned, we started talking too about, um, digital e-commerce, like, you know, what exactly, uh, your role is as in, as a management consultant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, to start off with a little bit of background, I mean, e-commerce wasn't even a, really a thing when I graduated, which was in 1998, I graduated from my MBA, but, um, as luck would, luck would have it when we moved to the U S I got a job. And I was working in in a department where I was managing, like, the content of the website. And, again, you know, this is a great tip for everyone and for me as well, in the future as well, of course, <laughs> that you just have to, like, whatever you're assigned to, you put your heart in it, even though you may not know what you're doing at first, but you kind of just say, okay, I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to do it. I'm going to ask the right questions, but I really have to, like, work hard and try and understand so I didn't really know how that worked, but yes, because, oh, and I also have a literature and psychology background. That was my bachelor's. So writing was something that I always enjoyed. And, you know, mm-hmm. managing the content of the website was, was something fun. It was just another form of writing. It came easy to you. It came easy to me, yes, because I enjoy writing. I mean, yeah, that's like one of my passions, reading writing. So that came easy to me, but the technical aspect didn't come easy to me because, you know, I hadn't... I wasn't graduating like now where the kids are so internet savvy and so tech savvy. It was more learning through... Sorry, Petey had something to say. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye, Petey. (laughs) I have a cat. I'm like, oh, I hope she doesn't or scratching or something now. <laughs> we tried to have Petey in the studio. He failed miserably today. <laughs> we thought he could cooperate, but he had something to say about it. But go ahead. I'm sorry about that. That's, that's cute. It's it's good addition. <laughs> yeah, so um, I dived into that. but And because I dived into that, they're like, okay, so you manage the website. You take control of like how we want to manage the pages. And of course, there was tech help which from which I learned a lot. And we were a team. And that basically involves in me being the owner of that corporate website. So owner in terms of, you know, content, images, who, what we're promoting, the marketing piece of it, the operations piece of it, the e-commerce piece of it, which is the back-end integration also. So if people want to buy or sell or any kind of transactions that they want to make, you want to make sure that the back-end systems are tightly integrated. So it was a great experience in terms of learning tremendously and enjoying it and just really becoming more comfortable with the world of e-commerce. So that really set So my that's path. really that's how you started getting involved in the technology aspect of it. Like that's really like how you dovetailed and 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 really started to get into this. Yeah, that's really how it is and I'll share a little story which um I was telling my kids and actually yeah, so I have three kids which is great, you know. Three kids, husband, um life And they're leaders. awesome. Everybody was awesome. I really enjoyed meeting them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um so I was telling them the other day that because of course kids are like, "Oh, I can't do this. I can't do this on different things." And I'm like, "You know, I have to tell you something. I lead like 
teams that do technical implementations, that work on uh, on creating apps for all these cool uh, platforms these days. And guess what? When I was doing my MBA, I would tell my, because we would sometimes work in groups on like these research projects, and I would tell my group members, listen, I will set up the interviews with the CEOs of the company. We will, I will do the competitive analysis. I will write the entire document, but guess what? I need someone to save it and print it because I couldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and there again, it's about collaboration. It's about working together and bringing your passion to the table and, and working together as a team. Right, but like, absolutely. And you know, the the moral of the story was 20 years ago, I'd be like, I will do everything. People, things that people found challenging, I was like, I can do them because I like the reading, the writing, the pe- meeting people and all of that. But I didn't want to touch the computer. And now, I mean, I lead teams that do all of that. And of course, I'm very comfortable with that. And I mean, I'm it, it's a good story because you start off saying, oh, I will do everything, but not this. And now you're kind of doing that too. And it's no big deal. So yeah, that's how I kind of got involved in this. And um, I was lucky because at that point in time, e-commerce was sort of taking headway. And I was at that company for five, six years. And then I got like a better opportunity and, you know, I moved forward. Um, And then um, I was with a company where they were doing their digital strategy for e-books. So I really was the pioneer of converting physical books into ebooks and working with teams to build an e-reader for them to read it on and the storage of the ebooks the digital aspect of all the work streams and this um, is something that's that you know you, you I, you've only done over the last few years because that industry has really started to take off so how long ago would you say that you were working starting to work on that yeah you're right absolutely so i started working on that um six years ago which is about the time that the industry was taking off yeah. so again and I was it was a good opportunity and I I'm grateful for that. Yeah, it's just and it's amazing like how much, you know, if you think about the span in the last 6 years of how much uh technology has grown and different opportunities within technology that it it's been exponential the different opportunities and and different things that have just blossomed. It has been amazing and it's one of those fields now, you know, we used to say, oh, if you're in the medicine field, you have to study constantly because things are happening and changing every day. It's the, the technology is that field now. You don't read up. You're If you're not up to speed with what's happening in the world, you do feel left behind. So it's crazy. Every day there are new things happening and it's more competitive and it's, it's great. Like it's booming and it's amazing for those that want to get into it and really take advantage of the time. Now, the projects that you were working on, like over the last, let's bring to the to the last six years, um, with these projects, you were here working, were you working for a company or were you working for like here in the in the U.S.? And, you know, how did that come? Yeah. So the last six years I was, uh, it, it's a little bit of both. I was working for a company, if we were just taking the last six years. So out of the last six years, for the four years, I was working with the company and prior to that as well. But in the last two years, I've been working for this global consulting company. Mm -hmm. And the reason I wanted to do that was, A, because, you know, it was a great opportunity. They approached me and I I thought I had done a lot of corporate America. and, And consulting really gives you insight into different companies, different systems, different setups, and you're constantly doing different things. So you're really challenging your mind and yourself to work on different things. And then as soon as you get um, into 
client side, you're supposed to start performing on day one. So there's very little catch-up time. You really just need to roll up your sleeves, dive in, and get get it going, which which is great. I mean, <laughs> scary. <laughs> Yes, it is a little scary, but uh, you do it a couple of times, and then it's great for your confidence, and you you know you start building that reputation. So, last two years I've been with the consulting company, and in the last two years, I've worked with huge clients on different things, including a business analytics global dashboard, um, a, a conversion of like I mean a huge platform development thing and of late i know you mentioned that a little bit is my um international assignment to the kingdom of saudi arabia and that's been a fascinating yeah because yeah when we come back from the break we had to take a little break but um i'd like to start to talk like so you were here working on assignments here in the u.s and living here in the u.s and it was you know challenging because you were uh you know, growing your experience within the digital e-commerce space. But then um, when we come back from the break, I'd like to start delving into, you know, how you started to take on these these projects where you're working, you're living here in the U.S., but you're working with companies globally and you're actually live. you know, you're, you're, you're there for a couple of weeks at a clip and here you are, you're a mom, you have a whole family here back in the U.S., but you are in... Saudi Arabia. You just came back from Saudi Arabia for, and you were there for approximately three weeks, I think you said. Iman? I don't know if we lost Iman. I think we lost Iman. But uh, when we come back, uh, you are listening to Your Career is Calling. This is Wanda Ellett uh, with Iman Sadiqi. She's a management consultant in a global consulting firm focusing on digital e-commerce. And she's sharing her experience uh, working internationally while living here in the U.S. Uh, We are live in the studio at Killarney's Public House Studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. We are taking your calls, 877 900 1077. Again, that's 877 900 1077. We'll be right back after a short break. If you have a question about your career, we have all the answers. Give us a call with yours at 877 900 1077. Now, back to the all new Your Career is Calling with Wanda Ellett of G45 Consulting. And we're back. You are listening to Your Career is Calling. Uh, this is Wanda Ellett, live in the studio at Killarney's Public House Studios at Ryder University Radio Station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. Uh, today, I am here with, uh, with Iman Siddiqui, and uh, she is a management consultant in a consulting firm focusing on digital e-commerce, and she's sharing her, working, her experience working international while living here in the U.S., um, we're having a little bit of technical difficulties. Uh, hang, oh, here she is. She's calling back in again. Um, that's some of the challenges working with uh, IP telef- telephones. Okay, good. We finally got her back in. Um, but it's been exciting. Um, you know, before we were talking about uh, basically her background, she grew up in Pakistan and went to school in Pakistan. And what's exciting is her uh, companies, um, I mean, her schools where she went to school were affiliated with, you know, large global organizations. And... Um, and one was the London School of Business, where she received her bachelor's and her uh, high school and associates. And also, um, she had uh, gone on for her master's at um, the university. I guess it's inst- you said it was Institute of Business in Pakistan. 
Yes, you're the business administration. Hi, I'm back. Good. I'm glad to have you back. We were nervous there during the break we were going to lose you yeah i was too <laughs> so um you know and i was going through the recap of what we've done so far we were talking about your um education even though you were living in pakistan you know you had global education um that were affiliated with uh highly reputable uh universities uh the the first one the business um the business yep. institute in pakistan is affiliated with uh well, currently it's affiliated with, we didn't mention this earlier, but it was Wharton School of Business. Um, and, and sometimes that there's there's been some change there. But also um, you went through the London Business School, which is a, another world-renowned uh, university, and that you attended uh, um, during, some of it was correspondence, um, while you were living in Pakistan. And... Um, and then you came here to the U.S. and um, early, you know, in your career, uh, you're, you really didn't study um, technology, but through the opportunity of converting some of the e-books and, um, a, you know, just taking the opportunity that was presented to you by writing about on the websites and things, um, you were able to dovetail that into a career managing teams uh, with digital e-commerce. And uh, you took the opportunity that was presented to you and um, took the knowledge and you know moved forward um, and and you joined you were with a couple different corporate companies and then made the transition to a, a global consulting firm and uh, that's where we were before the break and uh, you know we started to talk about I guess initially when you were with the consulting firm you were here working on projects in the U.S., and yeah. then we were just starting to talk about, so how did it come about, like, you had this opportunity to work internationally? Yeah, so, Wanda, it's been amazing. And, again, you know, you, you mentioned that I, I, and I've mentioned also that I was born and raised in Pakistan, and then when I came here in the U.S., I mean, my, my most of my education was in Pakistan, right? My primary education and then my my um, master's and then my um, high school and almost to the London University. But for the most part, I was educated in Pakistan. And when I came here, and again, although we say we're like, all we have that global mindset, we really don't have much of an understanding of other cultures and other regions. And I would get questions at work like, oh, you speak such good English. How did you, you really do. learn that? And it was a very, um, and I would say, you know, we, we go to school there. I mean, it's the same like it is here, but it's interesting because now when I went to Saudi Arabia, I had Although I grew up in Pakistan, I still had a different mindset. I didn't have a lot of preconceived notions, but again, what we see on the media is what we we know more, which isn't always the best way to go about it. So I went there and I worked with some really cool girls, like really smart, working hard, um, and just very cool, exactly like we are. And I would be like, oh, you guys speak such good English. How do you do that? <laughs> and I want, I want to do it, something on my head because I'm like, you know, I was in the same boat and they would ask me this and I'd be like, we actually have schools and they said the same thing to me. So it's funny because um, it's been a good experience and I, I wonder that I have had that international exposure and even I still have some of those preconceived notions So people who don't. It, it, I would love to sort of talk about how progressive those women are, how progressive that work environment. And, is, and yes, there are two parts to it. Again, in Pakistan, what's different from the U.S. is 
that unfortunately there are the haves and the have-nots. The haves get it all. The have-nots don't get it. So the literacy rate isn't as high as it as we would want it to be. Because again, I mean, it's going to school is really a luxury and a privilege, which is a little sad. And I believe it's the same for Saudi Arabia. But those that do end up going to private schools have are very good um, in communication and in English and writing skills and people skills and all of that. Um, so in terms of experience, what I'm loving right now and is that, yes, I have to go to Saudi Arabia like for two weeks at a time every couple of months. And every time it's, it's new revelation, um, surprisingly great ones. The work environment is very global for the clients that I'm working on. And, yes, there are clients that are a lot more conservative. And, yes, it is true that some some corporations have separate offices for women and separate for men. And really? Yeah, I was, I was surprised by that, too. They actually do. Wow. Because I remember at the um, at the event we were talking how even, um, you, you know, you adopt the uh, the dress code. Yeah, you do. So – uh, it's been easier for me. It's called the abaya. So all the women, whatever you wear, doesn't matter what you wear, you could be going to work here, whatever you wear basically is like your personal preference. But over that, you wear like an abaya, which is a long sort of overflowing gown. Mm-hmm. You don that over your regular attire. Everyone does this. Yes, there are different styles of abayas, but it's really for <clears throat> modesty and also because... The culture is conservative. Mm-hmm. And I it was easy for me to relate to because when I go back home to Pakistan, we have our cultural dress. So if I'm out shopping in, like, you know, the local stores and the local bazaars, I would wear that cultural dress only because I don't want to be stared at, right? Mm-hmm. But that's really the culture, which doesn't mean that if I go elsewhere to other countries of the world, I wouldn't wear what I would want to wear. I mean, depending on my own personal preference. But I think it's respectful. And that's one of the things, too, as far as working as an expat. Um, well, you're kind of not an expat, but you kind of are um, yeah. because you're, 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 you assimilate into the, into the culture and, and it's being respectful of their culture. And, Absolutely. you know, and there again, it's to build the relationship and, and just, yeah. just even to conduct yourself that you're being respectful of others. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. It's the law of the land, and you have to respect that. You know, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. It's exactly that. So when you're in somebody's country, you do what they expect of you, and you're building your relationships, you're earning respect, you're paying respect, and you're really accepting the culture of the place you're visiting because there's no better way to learn the land without adapting the culture. Yeah, it's 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 just you know it was very exciting to to hear more about that. Um, we uh, you are listening to your career is calling. This is Wanda Ellett with Iman Sadiki, and she's a management consultant in global in a global consulting firm focusing on digital e-commerce. And she's sharing her experience how it's been working internationally. You know, she'll be there in. She just got back from Saudi Arabia uh, for uh, you said it was two weeks this time. Yes, I, yes, I was yeah. there for two weeks. Yeah, and uh, while she lives here in the U.S. and she's a mom with three kids and, you know, her husband and and some of the challenges that she's experiencing with that. And uh, we'll be right back after a short break. If you have a question about your career, we have all the answers. Give us a call with yours at 877-900-1077. Now, back to the all-new Your Career is Calling with Wanda Ellett of G45 Consulting. 
And we're back. This is Wanda Ellett live in the studio at Killarney's Public House Studios at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. Today I'm here with Iman Sadiqi. Uh, she's a management consulting in a global concert consulting firm focusing on digital e-commerce, and she's sharing her experience uh, working internationally while living here in the U.S. Uh, uh, so... We have Iman Siddiqui, and as I mentioned, uh, so far we've discussed uh, some of the challenges that she's experienced in working. She just got back from a two-week engagement at uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, and she's working internationally while living here in the U.S., and she has her family here and her three kids here. So um, before uh, we were talking about uh, some of the, the challenges is, you know, adopting the culture and being open to the culture and, you know— uh, Iman had shared that she, um, and, and, and excuse me, Iman, I don't know, um, what is it called again? The the dress, the attire? Oh, yeah. Hi. So Hi. it's called the abaya. Abaya. And, um, you know, I remember we were talking about, like, you, you want to be, you know, very respectful of the culture. What are some of the other uh, challenges that you experienced? Um, What's been so, the most difficult thing? Yeah. So, you know, I do hear... When I hadn't gone there, I people would warn me that Iman, it's really difficult because women can't drive there. And really? I thought, yeah, you're it's it's illegal for women to drive. You're kidding. I'm telling you. But let me tell you something, Wanda. So when I went there, I'm like, okay, it's illegal for women to drive. But guess what? Like again, I try to take the positive thing. It's such a cool thing because you don't have to be stuck in traffic. You, <laughs> you never have to keep driving around looking for parking. You never have to drive like, you know, or walk like a mile or whatever to get to your car. Because so they have, of course, they have Uber, but they also have um, a local version of Uber, which is Kareem. So you just like Kareem a car and it's like at your doorstep or wherever. It picks you up, drops you wherever. You don't have to worry about driving. And of course, if you have like, if you are married or have a husband or a brother or a father or somebody who can drive you around, then you have a built-in chauffeur all the time. And really? The local, yeah, and the local Kareem, like the local Uber, is great. You, you, There's an app. You use it. They come to wherever you are. You can track them. Treat them exactly like Uber, and they're right there. They take you to where you need to be. Very reasonable prices. So I'm like, you know, it's not a bad thing that you can't drive. You're just driven everywhere, which is – and again, the traffic there is bad. The roads there are not the greatest. It is very, very hot. So all, keeping all those things in mind, I have a friend who, who moved there from the U.S., and I'm like, you have a 24-hour chauffeur, and what is wrong with that picture? <laughs> <laughs> so was it difficult, like, even to, to leave your family? Because I think you've done a couple different um, engagements there where you had to go a couple times at a clip. Right, yeah. Um, I'm sorry, did you say it was difficult to leave my family? Yeah. Yeah, so, again, not just this time, but... Um, Wanda, for some of us that have that don't have our roots here, like I really, my husband or I don't really have any family here. So it's been a child here has been a challenge throughout my career. You know, a mom is a mom is a mom, right? But my husband is very, very helpful and supportive, and that's like a great mix to have if women wanted like for their careers. But not having family to support has been challenging. I've always relied on like babysitters and nannies and au pairs. And um, as of late, it's actually become a little better because my kids are old enough that they're in full-time school. So, yes, I don't have to worry about them till 4 o'clock. After 4, it's, it's, your chunk of your day is gone, and 
sure you're relying on somebody, but not they're not at that baby stage. In terms of traveling to Saudi Arabia now, so um, as challenging as it has been in some ways because of all this digital uh, communications and all the great apps and tools we have, and it's been working out perfectly well also because of the time difference. So when it's morning here in the U.S., it was night in Saudi Arabia. So I was able to talk to them and video chat with them and get them, you know, often ready and prepared for their school day. And then early in the morning when it was night here, I'm still able to video chat with them and say good night and like listen to how oh, their day nice. went. It was nice. And they kind of look forward to it also because like they video chat and they do silly things. And it's, it's, and I show them the room. I show them the office. I've even actually had them say hi to a bunch of like coworkers. So it's really that great connection. And then they're like, oh, there's mom. Oh, she works with so-and-so. That's wow. Cool. Yeah, it's been neat. That's really awesome. Uh, you are listening to Your Career is Calling. This is Wanda Ellett with Iman Siddiqui, and she's a management consultant in a global consulting firm focusing on digital e-commerce, sharing her experience working internationally while living here in the U.S. and, you know, explaining some of the challenges and, and how to really turn it around as a positive, and which, you know, she's definitely been doing. Um, we are live in the... Uh, studio at Killarney's Public House Studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. We are taking your calls at 877-900-1077. Again, that's 877-900-1077. And we'll be right back after a short break. If you have a question about your career, we have all the answers. Give us a call with yours at 877-900-1077. Now, back to the all-new Your Career is Calling with Wanda Ellett of G45 Consulting. And we're back. This is Wanda Ellett, live in the studio at Killarney's Public House Studios at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. Today, I've had the lovely pleasure of having Iman Sadiqi. She's a management consultant in a global consulting firm, and she's been focusing on, um, in, in the firm, she's been focusing on digital e-commerce, and she's been sharing her experience uh, working internationally while living here in the U.S. Uh, she has recently come back from a trip to Saudi Arabia, and she's been experience, you know, sharing some of her experiences in, in embracing that culture and uh, staying there for two weeks at a clip. And uh, I, I can't believe how fast this interview has gone and how fast the show has gone, Iman. And, um, you know, it, it's really been a pleasure. If you would, do you have any last tips for people if they're considering it and, you know, what, what they could do? Yeah, so, um, I mean, yeah, it's been great for me too, Wanda. Thank you. There's so much more I want to talk about, but this has been awesome. Um, last tip is really just keep an open mind to all kinds of opportunities. I mean, there, there are people with me that were like, oh, Saudi Arabia, why would you even accept that offer? And I kept an open mind, and I'm like, I, when would I ever get to go to that country? Like, right? I mean, I'm, I don't think I would ever pay for a vacation for my family. So I kept an open mind. I went with that mindset. And although I've been I've been painting a really rosy picture, of course there are challenges. What you need to look for when you're on an international assignment, and I've been very lucky in that regard, is just one or two people that you can resonate with, that you can connect with, and then it's all good. I mean, of course you're going, going to put your heart into the work, but it's very important to have that a connection with a couple of folks to make you feel at home that you can go to with all your basic questions. And one, as you mentioned earlier, it's about building relationships. So I'm very happy because, sure, it's been great on a professional level, 
But on a personal level, I've met some of the coolest people. Um, they've been very helpful. I've invited them to the U.S. They're looking forward to come. I've even like offered them to come and stay with me. So it's really that relationship building that I hope will carry on for years and years. Um, so that's one aspect of working internationally that I want to share with people and really just say keep an open mindset. And, and again, as, as a literature fan, to quote Shakespeare, you know, doesn't matter where anyone is. We're all the same people with the same organs, dimensions, senses, affections, passions. We all feel the same way. And it's, it's the culture that we're raised in, which makes us different culturally and when we look at each other. But really, deep down, everybody has the same kind of heart. We feel the same way. And it's really important to connect on that personal level. That's it's, it's beautiful. And it's, you know, in getting to know you, too, um, you know, you're just you're just lovely. And uh, that's the best word I can think of to describe Aww. you. And, uh, you know, even having this time with you today and talking about your experience. Um, I have a lot of respect for you in, uh, you know, managing your career and and being open to the different opportunities, um, you know, through your career, you know, whether it was education or uh, in pursuing your different aspects of your career, you seemed always open to try different things, even though you didn't necessarily have everything that you needed to do the job. You, you were like, let me try it. It's presented to me. I'm going to dig in and I'm going to educate myself and, and, and do the best that I can do. And, um, and I applaud you for doing that because it takes a lot of guts. Thanks, Wanda. Thanks. And actually, on that note, I do want to add something else, which would be helpful for all these youngsters listening to the show, is that exactly like you said, not just career-wise, but even in life. You know, like we always say there's a set path and, oh, you have to finish your education and you want to get married and have kids and blah, blah, blah. For me, it kind of worked backwards. I did get married at 20. I had my first child at 21. And after that, I started my MBA. So I did my MBA while raising a child. And um, I kind of did things a little bit backwards, but, you know, thank God and with, like, the support of my family and everything and hard, working hard, of course, you cannot take that away ever, is that uh, right now, like, I do have three kids. I'm, I'm at a decent place in my career, and I'm, I'm happy, but it, it didn't work out as we would plan for it to, but like you said, just keep going with the flow and make the best of things. And yeah, when I had my first child, I took a year off. I went back to school. I finished it and it it helped. So you kind of always have to just take things in your stride and say, okay, if this is how it's turning out to be, I'll, I'll go that path and see yeah. where it takes me. And that's really great advice for any anybody anywhere in their career. So how can people get in touch with you? Um so my LinkedIn is the one that I use the most. It's Iman Siddiqui, and it is E-E-M-A-A-N. Sorry for lots of our world. <laughs> and my last name is S-I-D-D-I-Q-I. So I would love um, it if people wanted to contact me and had, like, any questions. I'd be very happy to help them. LinkedIn is where they can reach me, and my email's on there as well, and so is my cell number. Wonderful. And thank you again for taking this time with me this morning so early on a Sunday morning. Thank sure, you. I appreciate you uh, contacting me for this. This has been an honor for me. Thanks and I'll have so you back. I'll definitely have you back on the show. Awesome. I Thank love you. it. Thank, Thank you again. Sure. Bye.
In closing, to learn how you can gain more information on how to manage your career, take a tour of the on-demand library on 1077thebronc.com. You can listen to us live anywhere by downloading our Android and iPhone apps. We would love to hear from you during the week. You can check out and like our Facebook pages, Your Career is Calling, or G45 Consulting. You can check out my website, g45consulting.com, and that's G like great, the number four, the number five, consulting.com, where you can learn more about the Secret Mentor Society Boot Camp. If you're having trouble with your job search, it's a 10 day intensive course that has proven to drive results for our alumni. There are seats available for the November class. If you'd like to join me, I'd love to have you. And as always, you can send me an email at wanda at g45consulting.com. Uh, we would like to thank our producer, Sarah Danicky. Oh, Sarah, for another terrific job. And the Bronx General Manager, John Moses. Special thanks to our underwriters, Ryder University, and to our sponsors, Ryder uh, University Office of Career Services and Harwell Express Press for making this hour possible. We could not do this hour do this hour without their support. We appreciate you, our listeners. We really know how difficult it is to manage your career, and we thank you for listening in. Remember, own your career and keep networking alive. I'm going to be here next week with another phenomenal guest. So have a great week. <laughs>